Welcome to the Halftime Adjustment Coaching Podcast, where we use locker room talks, halftime speeches, and character traits to teach manhood, to teach leadership, and to build teams of men. I'm Bubba Bertram, your host. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back to Family Remodel, episode number three. This week, we talk about the different things that our family has developed over the last 20 years. Let's jump into the show. Hey, welcome back to the Family Remodel series. Model, where are we? Where are we going? And how are we going to get there? What does it mean to remodel something? And then week two, we talked about Christ versus culture. Am I going to listen to Christ, what he says about the family, or am I going to, or am I going to listen to culture? This week, we're going to talk about some of the things that our family has developed over the last 20 years that has benefited us, has helped us along the way to um, fulfill God's vision for our family. And those things are, and this is really is in order, and it took some time to get to this point. Family verse, family vision, family rules, family expectations, and then blessing. Um, I'll talk more about blessing when we get there, but... Uh, first, let's talk about family verse. This one happens to be um, one I've used as my life verse since I was a kid. I remember as a kid going to church, and at our church they practice where different men and boys would go up and read Bible verses uh, from the pulpit or pray or lead singing. Just different things that um, you do to help to lead a worship. And I, my dad had me read Matthew 5, 13 to 16, and that's Matthew 16 is where I took as my verse. I kind of just, I liked it and kind of gave me a, a sense of grounding and direction, and it's one that we've adopted for our family as well. The one we use says, Let your light sh so shine before men that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. To us, that means, what it doesn't mean is, look at me and how great I am. What it means is you look at the things that God has done through us and for us, and we want to give him the glory. We're not, we don't brag. We only point people back to him because he's the one that God's the one that deserves all the glory. So it gives us a sense of direction of why we do things. Um, everything starts with the family. Everything, um, the, everything with our family starts with this verse, everything that we do. If we're doing something, how are we going to glorify God in it? So that's just, it's highly, highly important to, as a family, what verse will you guys stand on where everything stems from that? So flow, so as our, we, we've grown, our kids have grown up knowing that verse, hearing that verse, trying to live that verse out. And as they got older, we took some time to just ask them a series of questions about what makes our family unique or different. We did this when they were older. And we, and these are a mix of uh, ideas and philosophies and uh, theology of what we've tried to teach them throughout the years. And so our, we've, we took a bunch of words and put them on a whiteboard, and then we s circled the ones that were kind of common that everyone was saying, and then we formulated those into a statement. And that statement is our vision statement. It's our vision for our family. Um, it says, we are a passionate, gospel-centered, 
multi-generational family team with a fire, aim, ready mindset, eager to serve with the love of Christ. Lot to that, just to talk to, through that briefly. We are a passionate family. Um, whatever we do, we dump full into it, two feet, and like it's the only thing in the world that matters. Be that teaching first grade Sunday school, teaching um, junior high, um, teaching you know, junior high Sunday school. No matter what we do, we, we, we jump in it uh, through either through business or workout or training. There's so many things about just being a pat. We're a passionate family, no matter what we do. Gospel centered. So the gospel, when I talk about that, that means gospel means good news. In this, in the setting we're using it, the gospel is the good news of Jesus. If we're not going to be about the gospel of Jesus, then what are we going to be about? That that's the only thing that really matters. Not money, not success, not fame. Only thing that mattered is is how are we pointing people to Jesus, and how are we how are we how are we pointing people to the gospel of Jesus specifically? Multi generational family team. We'll talk more about that in a few weeks, but to think multi-generationally, I'm not going to raise my kids and then when they're 18 and go to college say, you're done, my job is done as your father. I, my job will never be done as your father. I'm raising my kids with my grandkids in mind because most likely my kids will do and repeat a lot of the things I do, both good and bad. That's the bad thing about it. So to think multi-generationally, to think in terms of how am I going to help my children, my sons and my daughter, to be successful, to set them up, to make stepping stones out of my stumbling blocks. So, and also um, where business is a family business. It's not my job or her job. It's not my money or her money when you talk about husbands and wives. It's ours. It's a family thing. So to where anything and everything we do, it's about the family. With a fire, aim, ready mindset. Yes, that is backwards, ready, aim, fire. And sometimes that's just how we operate. We just, we, rather than planning and prepping, we sometimes just fire and go. Is that good? Sometimes. Sometimes. Is that bad? Sometimes. Um, last summer we started a snow cone stand knew nothing about it, nothing about the business, nothing how to work it within a trailer. And it took a lot of trial and error on how to get jobs, how to run jobs properly, how the snow cone stand should work within the trailer. There's a lot of different things. And there were mistakes we made. We got, um, there are a couple times where my wife fired both me and my oldest son, and but we got rehired the same day because I had to pull the trailer and clean everything up. So that's part of life is, that's part of our family. It's just we, we go, we shoot, we do things, we jump. That's the passionate part. We want to be passionate about the, you know, about the things that we do. Eager to serve with the love of Christ. If I'm serving somewhere, someplace, why am I serving? I'm not, I'm not serving to, um, to glorify myself. Again, going back to that verse, to glorify God. My I want people not to see me, but to see God working through me. So the family verse, the family vision statement, and then um, when the kids were little, my wife and I, my wife, you know, I'll give the, her credit. She did a lot of work with them and came up with three Bircham family rules. Everyone, er, there's three of them. They all mean something. 
and they all have significance. And um, we're, we're circling back to that with our twins. So uh, there's a five-year gap between our three oldest and our two youngest. And so um, the three oldest had this hammered into them to help it be part of their DNA of who they are. And the two younger ones were circling back to help them to remember these things. The first one says, everyone has a sign that says, make me feel important. Everyone has a sign on them that says, make me feel important. Speak to that sign. Anyone and everyone that you interact with, they have a sign. How are you making them feel important? Look at, look at their sign. Read their sign. It's an invisible sign. Everyone has an invisible sign on them that says, make me feel important. Take the time to see those around you, to just simply be with them. A few years ago, we got to spend a summer in Haiti. Things are slower there. Um, it's a better pace of life where we got to see people and know people and spend time with these people. It was a deeper meaning and we didn't overlook and overstep our bounds. We just were able, we're, we were able to spend time with people in a good, in a good way. So everyone has an invisible sign that says, make me feel important. Speak to that sign. The next rule is God is first, others second, I'm third. As I go, every anything and everything we do, God is first in all that we do. I'm not thinking of myself first. Others are before me. How am I helping other people? Again, going back to the first one, it's, it stems from the first one. How am I making other people feel important? How am I glorifying God is first. The third rule is, if you want to be great, serve many. I'm not going out there to do things looking to be served and look at me how great I am or how great I was. I'm going out there to serve people. Why? Because it, it to point people to Jesus. And that's that's everything to me. So the three going back through the three rules. First one, everyone has a everyone has an invisible sign that says, make me feel important. Speak to that sign. The second one is God is first, others second, I'm third. And the third is, if you want to be great, serve many. The next thing, so family verse, family vision statement, family rules, family expectations. There are many family expectations. I expect you not to lie. I expect you to put your shoes in the shoe cubby, not in the middle of the kitchen floor. Um, those are a lot of different expect, a lot of different expectations. Um, one that I made up a long time ago was when. My daughter was a baby, and my oldest was two. And his number one thing was, don't do anything to make your siblings scream or cry. And there was something in him. Being the older brother, he liked to do things to his little sister to make her squeal, scream, cry, whatever that is. He would get in trouble for making her cry. She would get in trouble for crying so easily, trying to toughen her up. The same thing happened with little brothers. Same thing happened from little, from big sister to little brother. Same thing happened with the twins. Don't do anything to make your siblings scream or cry. Because if you make them scream or cry, there's a result of it. Some, and I tell, I tell the little brothers, be careful messing with your big siblings because sometimes you're going to mess with somebody that's bigger and stronger than you and you'll regret it. And there's been times when the big brothers had to teach them a lesson. Is that come in the form of fighting? Some people would freak out that my children are fighting. No, they're dealing with stuff. And they're going to get it worked out. There's many family expectations. Um, 
So, but your family has to know what you expect out of them. And this is a saying from coaching. Um, they will live up or down to your expectations. Whenever we go to participate in a sport, I expect them to be this, the hardest worker in the room, on the team, on the field, whatever that looks like. Outwork your competition. If you want to stick out, be the one that won't quit, that doesn't give in. So the, the um, simplicity of outwork other people. There's, there's many of those, but clearly defining what you expect out of your family. Um, I expected, um, I, I coached a little league football team this fall, and I told them to that I had three expectations, to be brave, to try hard, and to be coachable. Be brave means sometimes I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to do things that are a little bit scary. Being the kick returner when 11 guys are running at you trying to tackle you, that's scary. I understand that. So I'm going to ask you to do things that are a little bit scary, so be brave. I'm going to ask you to try hard. And when you go to participate, to compete, a lot of times over the course of a game, course of a match, the course of a race, somebody will get tired. And that's where your mental toughness kicks in, where your mental fitness kicks in, and you're able to overcome that opponent. So try hard. And the third one is to be coachable. When you're tired, when you don't want to listen, when you're being frustrated, listen to your coach. He has your best interest in mind. A coach's job is to put an athlete in position to be successful. Same thing with my kids in my home. Be brave. Try hard. Be coachable. Listen to mom and dad. Um, those are the different family expectations. And the last thing we've developed uh, over time each kid has a blessing that we speak over them. Um, and it's a Bible verse. My oldest, his is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Um, then Numbers 6, 24 to 26 for my daughter. Then Matthew 13, 5, 13 to 16 for my number three, number two son. And then the twins have the same one, Zephaniah 3, 17. And over time, we're going to be, we're going to, the twins will get their own. And but each one has a meaning for that kid, and it was to that individual kid's heart. So Proverbs 3, 5 and, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. And it's more it's in line with trust in the Lord. Um, don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in what I can do, but trust in who God is. Number 6, 24 to 26 says the lord may the lord bless you and keep you may the lord make his face shine down upon you may the lord be gracious to you turn his face towards you and give you peace and that one was to my daughter to know that god sees you god sees who you are god wants what's best for you um, and then to my number two son matthew 5 13 to 16 you are the light of you are the salt of the earth but if salt loses its taste or saltiness how can it be made salty again it is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled, trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a, a basket. But they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And in the same way, let your light shine before men so they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. To teach him to be the salt of the earth, to be the light of 
to all those around him. And to the twins, Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord your God is with you, mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love he will no longer rebuke you, but you will rejoice. he will rejoice over you with singing. So to teach the twins that the Lord your God is with you. He's a mighty warrior who saves. He takes great delight in you. So those verses each mean something to each kid. Eventually the twins, we're going to differentiate, differentiate them and get them two different verses. And over time, we, another thing we developed is through, you know, part of this I, I borrowed from some other people, but there's the son's blessing and the daughter's blessing. And these are things that um, some of it's from... Um, some people I follow um, so on, that teach on family, um, and then some of it's from our personal experiences. So the son's blessing, um, we, what we try to do is read this every Sunday just to, to ground them, to focus them, to direct them. The son's and the, I read the son's blessing. My wife reads the daughter's blessing. May the Lord make you like Ephraim and Manasseh and give you the faith of Abraham, the heart of David, the wisdom of Solomon, the courage of Joshua, the righteousness of Christ as you build our family from generation to generation. In the daughter's blessing, may the Lord make you like Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Leah, and give you, may the Lord give you the heart of Ruth, the faith of Mary, the righteousness of Christ as you build our family from generation to generation. And so these are the things that we, our family, my wife and I, we developed over the last 20 plus years of marriage it's taken time to get to this point but it gives us um, safe boundaries safe running lanes it gives us a direction to start from if everything starts from the verse then through the vision then through our family rules then through our family expectations which we are still dialing down and closing in and honing in on and then through the blessings the family blessings the individual blessings so take the time um, to think, what is what verse is my family built on? And how am I using that in all that we do? Next, uh, next episode, we're going to talk about vision specifically and how to build a vision for your family. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Bubba Bertram. I appreciate any feedback you guys have. Now go out there and be a great leader today.